Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome back in. I am Louis Rabot. This is Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680, 105.7. Hanging out with Zach Cantrell. Got you till noon, Bobby V. After us, roundtable, 3 o'clock. We'll go local until 6 o'clock today. Reminder, some other programming that Kenny Payne Show will re-air at 2 o'clock on 93.9. Jeff Wall's show over on 93.9 at 7, Louisville Sports Live. After that at 8 o'clock, and of course, uh, don't forget um, that he'll be uh, Jeff Wall's live at Parlor in J-Town. Uh, really, the reason you would go out there, let's move Jeff Wall's to the side for a second. People need to meet Nick Curran and make him uncomfortable. So go out there, meet <laughs> Nick Curran, make him uncomfortable, uh, and tell him Louis sent you. Uh, Louisville basketball back in action. That network coverage will start at 9.30 tomorrow night as they visit North Carolina. Ethan Moore with the postgame show sometime at 11.15, 11.30, something like that. Um, keeping him up late before he goes and educates the children of America the next day. We will also have Arizona-USC tomorrow night. That's a 10 o'clock game right here on 680-1057. So if you're working or if you're driving around, go ahead yeah. and check us out. We'll have the game for you here on ESPN Louisville. All right, Zach. Well, uh, we do get those NFL games all wrapped up yesterday. I am sure uh, you spent your uh, Monday watching those. Do you now agree with me? And I don't know if you ever disagreed with me, but I'll ask you. I'm sure I have disagreed with you before. Uh, about this in particular. Okay. Um, <laughs> that next year, expect the NFL to go to this format two games a day for three days. Yeah, I think it's very possible. I, I'm interested to see what the ratings were for the yeah. uh, Steelers and the Bills. Now, as we've talked about, it doesn't always line up with MLK Day, and I think that's going to be a big part of it because you're not going to play a Monday afternoon playoff game if mo- the majority of people are at work, work. Yep. especially on the West Coast. I mean, it's one thirty West Coast game, and so I'll tell you, I, don't I think went it's out to happen. lunch yesterday just uh, with one of our sales guys to have a meeting, and, yeah. and there was nobody at the restaurant. I mean, MLK Day has become a holiday. I mean, it's a legit holiday now. Yeah, I mean, with schools closed and everything else, people they stay they stay home, man. I mean, I, we got a text yesterday, you know, that our uh, our guy uh, out at the Ford line who's probably back at work today, um, you know, was listening from his house because yeah. you know Ford was shut down for MLK Day. So I, you know, just it's interesting because you 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 drive you know like a mile and a half to get here yeah i drive from from much further than that and watching the the traffic on school days and non-school days is very different so you know coming down here in the summer very easy you know in the winter there's school buses and different things to uh, sort of navigate but yeah um all right well the games yesterday let's go ahead and do it people seem to love the football talk on this yes. show so we'll keep it going um look the bucks get the win and they and i don't know that the eagles were ever going to win this game and frankly they they seemed disinterested in the game itself. Did you watch them try and tackle? That was a tackling attempt by a team that was not interested in being uh, there. That's what we see in preseason, as Mark talked about earlier. Yeah. Like, you can't half-ass it in football. The Eagles looked like they half-assed They didn't even half-ass that, that No, they didn't even half-ass that. quarter That's offensive to people who have half-ass it. They might have quarter-assed that <laughs> they, game. Maybe quarter They didn't tackle anybody. It, it, All three Tampa man. touchdowns, the first two were just off of blown tackles, and the last one was Baker just throwing the ball off his back foot, and nobody even covered Chris Godwin. I mean, Baker played great, though. We got to just give it up to Baker. Like, even even his stats don't show how good he was. He had 330-some-odd yards, three touchdowns, but he had five or six passes that were dropped, two other touchdowns that were dropped. He could have easily thrown for 450 yards against that Eagles defense and yes. would have thrown five touchdowns. That's how poor the Eagles defense was, and the only reason that game was somewhat competitive is because they were able to get a couple of stops in the third quarter, but I never got the feeling that the Eagles were ever going to win that game, and they just they were not interested. That was as disengaged a team as I've ever seen in a wild card round, especially a team that had Super Bowl expectations all year. I we when we picked Tampa or no, you picked the Eagles, right? 
You thought they would win I last thought night? I, I was on the Eagles last night. Yep, totally wrong. Yeah, I was you all were over on the Bucks. Yes. Yeah, I've been yep. all over the Bucks for a couple days. You have. I just... The Eagles started 10-1, and one and that defense just collapsed, and they didn't have A.J. Brown. And you could tell Jalen Hurts without A.J. Brown is an average quarterback. What do you think comes out after this season in a Texas Texas sense? Something happened in that Eagles locker room. What do you think happened? Boy. Do you just – I mean, it, it, the other part of this is, you know, they go to the Super Bowl last year, they come up just short. Yeah. And usually the team that loses the Super Bowl struggles the next season. Yeah. Right? It just is part of the deal. It's very difficult to go back to the Super Bowl as a team. That's why, you know, Pete Carroll is out as the Seahawks coach last week. And we don't mention it because Belichick's out and Saban's out. But that guy took teams back-to-back years to the Super Bowl. It's very unusual, yeah. frankly. Um, what do you think is going to come out? What kind of situation do you think happened in the in the locker room? Well, I know. Hey, both- do you agree with that texture? I should say. Yeah, I, it's, it's obvious that there's a culture issue. There's right? a culture issue. There's something going on there, and you know we've talked about you know there was AJ Brown throwing tantrums during the season, yeah. and, and wide receivers tend to do that. There was a disconnect. You saw Dallas Goddard and Jalen Hurts had words last night. Uh, they misconnected a couple of times. Something happened, but they replaced both coordinators. The continuity just was not there with this team. I don't know what's going to come out of it. I don't think Sirianni's getting fired. I know all the Eagles fans are getting on him about that. Look, the guy's been to the playoffs three straight years, just went to the Super Bowl last year. Yep. Maybe he gets his seat a little bit warm. He's not getting fired after this. Uh, yeah, there there was some sort of disconnect there because remember, they were 10-1 and one yep. at one point. Yep. Buffalo and Philadelphia played this dramatic overtime game, and Philadelphia wins. They're 10-1, and one, Buffalo 6-6. Six and six. They go in completely opposite directions. The, 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 they end up with the same regular season record. The Bills are still playing. The Eagles are not. And I, I can't remember the last time a team collapsed the way that they did. But they were 10-1. and one. They played the easiest remaining right. schedule in the NFL. Yeah. And they lose to the Cardinals. They get blown out by the Giants. And now they go to Tampa. And that game is just not competitive. That's you know, what surprised me. I saw the some of the complaints before the playoffs. And Lou Rabo, Zach Cantrell hanging out with you on here on Rabo & Co. That... Tampa was the division winner with a worse record, so they got to host the Eagles, blah, blah, blah. Right. I don't think the Eagles win that game if it's at home. I don't either. I, I think they lost done. to the Cardinals at home. Yeah, I think they're done. The Eagles I, the Eagles were, were a dead team walking. It's unbelievable. It's it's been a minute since I've I've watched a team just fall off a cliff like this. And they I mean, that's a tough spot to be in because that is that is the only game on. Yeah. That is national TV, what, twenty five million people probably watching? Thirty More million than maybe, that. right? I mean, like yeah, on about a Monday 30. night. Yeah. I mean, just an absolute bleep show down there in Florida. So, no, I, just something obviously happened with them. Uh, Jalen Hurts took one of the worst safeties you'll ever see because they snapped the ball at the 12-yard line. He ran back into the end play. zone. Like that That's something that a rookie quarterback yes. does. No awareness whatsoever. I want to know what happened Dude, with that Jalen was, Hurts. that was a bad college play. Yeah. I mean, it, it, if – if a local kid did that, we yeah. would crush him. Honestly. I want to know what happened to Jalen Hurts this year because last year he was the MVP runner-up, and this year he turned the ball over at a really high level. Dude, and know. without AJ Brown, question. he's just—he does not look like a great quarterback. And all the people that said Jalen Hurts is a top five quarterback, I don't see it. Not anymore, for sure. Uh, one thing I disagree with Mark Ennis, who joined us in the first hour. You can always go back to the podcast center, ESPNLouisville.com. Uh, and check out anything that you might have missed, was that he thought the Lions' defense was a bad matchup for Tampa Bay. Man, I think what they excel at, and I brought it up with Mark, but I knew you were dealing with tech issues, but not have heard a lot of our conversation, is I think that deep ball that Mayfield's capable of throwing and the routes they can run with guys uh, like Mike um, uh, Evans um, yeah. are going to be a problem for Detroit. What's that second? See, I actually think this is a great matchup for Tampa because Detroit's secondary is the biggest weakness on this no team. Question. They give up a ton of big plays. And yep. what did we see yesterday out of the Bucks? Big play after big play. I think this is a decent matchup for them. Now, I don't know if it's going to be enough for them to win because I don't know if Tampa's defense is going to stop Jared Goff, but... I think this defensive matchup for the Bucks is a very good one, and I think they're going to be able to exploit it. I think this is going to be a, a decently high-scoring game. <laughs> have you seen you and I have been uh, tagged together on Twitter? Oh, yeah, by the Mick Cronin guy, yes. We're famous, Zach. I guess we are. I guess we're a pair now. How about, by Does the way— Does that make us, like, fully— Fully a pair now? I think so. <laughs> by the way, how about the takeover of the old-school NFC Central— the Packers, the Lions, and the Bucks all still playing. What a great text. Text texture. Four three seven nine six eight eight on our EPS text talk. I miss Dan. I hate football talk. Bring back the ABA talk. Where's the talk about Brinkley Brinkley Hudson Field or whatever he used to call him? I'm just kidding. Love the show. That's great. Um, I can talk about the ABA. Yeah. <laughs> just pacer takes after That's Olympian right. takes. Yeah, right. Denver Nugget takes, pacer takes. Spur Give takes. Give me the old school Kentucky Colonel, baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
Put some respect on artists. Hey, Gilmore's if you name. are if you are an ABA person, reminder they hang out with us every Thursday. Lana Sports, L A N A Sports They got all your all your ABA gear, man. If you want to get their stuff, uh, use ABA twenty. Promo code ABA20, only for this show. 20% off any purchase up there uh, at Lana Sports up there in Indianapolis. You, you have to set aside the fact that that company is based in Indianapolis. You just have to. Um, they've done good stuff, dropping dimes, all that stuff. you got to set that aside, but Lana Sports. I'm telling them, man, they need to get – they have the license. They need to get the pop, the ABA Papa shot. I'm telling you, that would sell like hotcakes for sure. they got to figure that out. Um, all right, the other game, Bills and uh, Steelers. Do you make anything of Mike Tomlin walking off the stage? I am unoff- I am unoffended by that. No, I don't care. I, I, if a reporter asks a dumb question, then I don't care. If I don't think wants- it's a dumb question, to be fair to but the But he just didn't want case. to talk about Correct. it. Correct. Which is fine. Yes. He just lost a playoff game. Yes. Give the top guy like and a it's, day It's less rude than saying something rude, yes. right? I, I think If you want to ask him that question the day after, fine. Right. I don't think you ask that question as soon as oh, his okay. team's eliminated. Okay. Yeah, okay. Here's the only reason I disagree with you. Okay. Because... If he answers the question and he's emotional about it... Yeah, means he's leaving. Or I think it has some value. You can glean something from how he responds. Correct. Him walking off the stage, I I think you can glean that he doesn't know his job status. And he doesn't want to talk about it. Oh, if Pittsburgh wants to keep him, he's staying. I don't see any way whatsoever the Steelers fire him. I I just don't think they operate that way. It's why I asked about Kenny Payne and, and the administration at UofL. Because I just... Number one, we don't know how he's going... We don't know... Herd's mo right. We don't know how he acts in these situations. He's never been there mm-hmm. as the top dog in this situation. We know how the Rooneys act. They're very patient. They're extraordinarily patient. They've had three coaches since 1969. Yeah, I, they're just not going to make a change to make a change. No, that's just not how they operate. No, if Tomlin leaves, it's going to be on his own volition. It's not going to be because the Rooneys forced him out. Yeah, I agree with that. How much time in teams that you root for do you give grace after? A championship because he's now what? I mean, he's coming up on twenty years. Nah, oh wait, about fifteen. Oh, or, sixteen yeah. so far. Yep. Well, <laughs> so they won the Super Bowl in technically two thousand nine. So oh, okay, 15 okay, years fifteen ago. years. Okay, yep. Yeah. How yeah, much grace? They, would you- they haven't won a playoff game since twenty sixteen. They've gotten they've given up thirty one or more points in their last five playoff losses. How much of that is Tomlin? How much of that is the quarterback play? I think a lot of it is quarterback play. Yeah, I agree. Because they haven't nailed the quarterback other than Big Ben. I mean, that team had no business being in the playoffs this year. No. No business. This team had no business making the playoffs. And I think it's a a tribute to Tomlin. He's taken a couple of teams that have no business being in the playoffs and got them there. Yeah. Hey, Texter, your email wasn't on the contact page on ESPN. I sent Zach an email. We have already talked about you today. How about that? Uh, So I will get back to you at lunchtime today, Texter. Appreciate you texting in. If you are one of the people that finished top four in our bowl pick them, go ahead and text the show 437-9680. I will get a hold of you uh, that way. Um, all right, so... Uh, You're telling me Mason Rudolph, a team quarterback by Mason Rudolph, should have made the playoffs? Have you seen Dal- uh, Dallas, good Lord. Have you seen Buffalo's home record? 14-2 and two in the playoffs. <laughs> Since 1970. Yeah, and That's, they get to host, they get host Kansas Chiefs? City. Mahomes plays his first ever road playoff game, and of course, it's only fitting it happens in Buffalo. You got an early feel about that one? No. All I know it's a weird is, one, right? All I know is it's the best game of the weekend, and I can't wait to watch it. Do you agree largely with the lines that have come out for next weekend? Let me go through those real quick. Okay. Um, and so uh, San Francisco is hosting Green Bay. Yeah. They will be 10-point favorites. Nine and a half, it looks like, is the technical opening line. What says Zach to that number? I think that's about right. Okay. I don't – now, that doesn't mean I don't think the Packers can win, but I can certainly see why the 49ers, they've been the best team in the NFC all year. The Packers just barely snuck in. Yeah, I think 10 is about right. This is someone who has hung out with this show for a long time. Four three seven nine six eighty on the UPS Jobs Text Line. Louis, you asked about grace, but what about gratitude? That's just a good Yeah. It's just a good By the way, with Grace, I give them if my team wins a championship, they get about three to four years. Okay. So Tomlin's past that point? Oh uh, yeah. Would yeah. you make a change? No. I wouldn't either. Uh, yeah, because he's still a good coach, right? He's yeah. still doing a good job. Right? And plus, if Tomlin, if the Steelers for whatever reason fired Tomlin, he would get another job in about point five seconds. I, I agree. I agree, man. Um, <laughs> grace, gratitude. Let's start there. What great sound that is. What great sound. That's when the statue stuff started. Oh, man. All Cal said was that, that UK is a football or a basketball school. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, can't have, oh so great. What, what a great moment. Detroit about a six-point favorite with the Bucks visiting. Does that line sound right? I would probably have it at about four and a half. That's about what I would do. Okay. I would say about a four-point favorite. Okay. Who wins that game right now in your mind? Oh, man. I'm, I'm with you. It's harder to predict. Than I'm I, leaning Detroit, but okay. I, 
it's Tuesday. Give me give me a couple days. <laughs> Should I go put uh, like twenty five bucks on the lines to make the Super Bowl? I think that would be fine. I think twenty five bucks is about right. I wonder what that number would be. Yeah, to win this game and then beat San Francisco. Yeah, it would be part. You know, that's essentially how the bet would set up. Obviously, San Francisco can lose to Pat, the Packers. Whatever. Um, yeah, wouldn't well, it be something for Aaron Rodgers to never be able to beat the 49ers and then Jordan Love actually goes and does it? I think the grand irony would be if both road teams win and the Bucks get the Packers at home. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> that would be pretty wild for sure. Um, 62% chance on the FPI projection that the Lions get it done um, against the Bucks. Is there any chance, and I don't know that we talked about this yesterday, is there any chance that Louisville, or excuse me, that the Lions, my God, mixing up my teams that the lions just needed to win that first one just get past that whatever that you know whatever that that you know monkey in the room whatever you want to call it right like just get that off the monkey off their back get that off their back just go win that game now you can just play i don't want to say it's house money because obviously the bucks are playing with house money at this point yeah oh the bucks are absolutely yes and mark's totally right about that um they're playing with house money so they're going to come in not carefree, but they're going to come in like, hey, if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Mm-hmm. I, I think for the Lions, there's a little bit of pressure to win just because yeah. the fan base is so amped up and there is legitimate there's legitimate tension in that building the other yeah, day. Yeah, I think both worlds exist. I think there's okay. a world that exists where they win that first game and they get the monkey off their back and they play a little looser and they're able to just go out and handle business. I also think there's a world now that all the pressure, again, is on the Lions because nobody expects Tampa to win. They're coming in carefree. They're coming in with nothing to lose. And the Lions now have an expectation of, you have a real chance to go to the NFC Championship game and maybe the fan base and everybody obsesses over that. So I could see a world where, I don't know if the flat is the right word, coming off the emotion of last week. But I could see them coming out and struggling early. Uh, I think the, both worlds exist. The Peacock game was a, the most streamed event in American history. Are you surprised? No. I am not either. No. That's what I expected. <laughs> All the many, boomers that said they weren't going to do it, they, of course they caved. They did. That's right. That's you right. go miss an NFL playoff game on <laughs> principle? Come on now. Yeah. All right. Houston goes to Baltimore. Baltimore is a less of a favorite than the Niners are against uh, the Packers. Uh, nine-point favorite. Mm-hmm. I know you think the Baltimore Ravens are the best team left in the playoffs. I do. Uh, are, should they be a nine-point favorite? I think they should be. I think they probably should be. I think the reason they're a lesser favorite than the Niners is because of the C.J. Stroud factor. I think people believe enough in C.J. Stroud. I think they think that the Texans can keep this game competitive, which I do as well. Mm-hmm. I think Houston can make this game competitive. I think they've got the passing game to do it. They're starting to run the ball a little bit better. Their defense has played pretty well. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the game at halftime or even if it's the game going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. As good as I think the Ravens are, you know, you can never, when you're going up against one of the best quarterbacks in the league and you're going up against a guy that can throw for 400 yards on a given day, no question. they've got a puncher's chance yep i agree with that i think that cj stroud gives them a huge chance absolutely do you give D'Amico ryan's coach of the year i think i do he's on the short list it's for him sure. and kevin stefanski but D'Amico mm. ryan's just whipped kevin stefanski in the playoff yes, game did, right? with a rookie quarterback yeah. rookie general manager yep. rookie coach i think it's D'Amico ryan's they were they picked second in the draft last year and they're in uh, the divisional dude round. it's unbelievable i mean frankly that to have people at those three positions that are all rookies is a stunning result yeah it is a stunning result and what if frank reich got his way because frank reich down carolina wanted stroud he was on cj stroud it was the owner david tepper that wanted bryce young and remember houston had the number one pick last year and lovey smith does the ultimate fu because he's going to get fired he goes out and beats the colts in the last game and they're saying oh it cost them the number one pick well in actuality it worked out better for them because they got stroud who do you think they would have drafted i still think they would have picked stroud i agree I, I think the Texans I don't think were in changed. on CJ. Yeah, I agree. Which aggravates me because the Colts. What if CJ Stroud had gone on. first? Who do they take? I think they. I think they take Richardson. I think they do too. Yeah, I think they take Richardson. I would have. I think they like that that build more. Yeah. Right. I think that 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 six five thing. Yeah. That's why like as a Colts yeah. fan, I'm not too. I mean, I wanted Stroud, of course, above everybody oh, else. Of course, but sure. Anthony Richardson was my second quarterback. Uh, texture: If Tampa makes the Super Bowl, does it diminish uh, Brady and Belichick? No. Um, it no. was the other guys. It's interesting. I don't think so. No, not, it doesn't. Certainly not Brady. Yeah, no. Uh, what he did is it stands on itself. Uh, stands by itself. Excuse me. All right, man. Let's take a quick break here. We'll come back. Um, maybe some more football talk, but uh, certainly uh, I want to get into Jason Kelsey retiring. I think that's in. It's been fun watching because, for example, in Detroit, I think the best 
the best professional athlete in Detroit right now is Panay Sewell. I think he's the best athlete of any player on any of those four teams is him. More than Aminra? Yes. Hmm. I think he's a better offensive lineman than, than St. Brown is a receiver. Interesting. Yeah, I think... I don't think you're wrong. I think a lot of people agree with me, by the way, on that take. It, football people, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, people that know a lot more about football than I do. Um, also want to talk about Belichick and uh, his immediate, I mean, just turned around and just absolutely throws down an interview uh, with the Falcons. And the UK stays in the top 10 in the poll. Talk about all of it next year, 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is... With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. One, two... To the folks, Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip it up. Give me the microphone first. You're so listening to Rebo like and Co. Here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rebo. Alright, welcome back in. 11 o'clock hour here on a Tuesday show. My name's Louis Rebo, hanging out with Zach Cantrell. We'll have you till noon. Bobby V, a little Tuesday with Fred. How about that? Just saw Fred Cowgill in the back. He'll be hanging out. Of course, Fred's here at 1125 for Bob's show. Uh, Bob will be here at 12.05 uh, for Bob's show. It's a joke, Bob. It's a joke. Not that he's listening. Uh, <laughs> Texture wants to know, uh, Zach, and this is an interesting conversation. Yeah. We also uh, talked about, <laughs> I think it was the same texture. Uh, did Belichick get interviewed by the Falcons or did he interview the Falcons? <laughs> is an important question. Can you imagine what he put on his resume to be the Falcons coach? Shouldn't he just put the resume, just send like a one page, you know, like when Michael Jordan announced he was coming back, he just wrote, I'm back. Shouldn't I'm back. Bill Belichick just I'm write, available. <laughs> no, just write 28-3. <laughs> there it is. That's your resume. Good call by you. All right, let's do a cage read. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, there we go. Hey, how about that? <sighs> oh, friends, and whether you're Bill Belichick or Aaron Rodgers or maybe Jeff Walls even. You know what hits every time? It's that hot, fresh, hand-battered chicken with our friends at Raising Cane's. You can find them online at RaisingCanes.com or at any of their multiple area locations. Think about that cane sauce, those delicious crinkle-cut fries, and that one-of-a-kind Texas toast. Find it all at their area locations or online at RaisingCanes.com. So I found out the people at Raising Canes have heard me do that. Ah, oh, they like it? They're not mad about it. How about that? <laughs> who who hates free advertising? <laughs> free random <laughs> over-sexualized chicken. <laughs> Why not? I do want to remind people, too, about DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you an offer that will help make these playoffs just absolutely electrifying. New customers, you can bet 5 bucks on any game. You'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Still got four games coming up this week. Tons of options in the NBA and in college basketball as well. Plus, everyone's going to get a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. So make sure you have, if you have the app already, check it out. Make sure you get that no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. That'll be Saturday and Sunday this week. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that code WHPE. New customers, you get you can bet just 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS. Physically present in Kentucky. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet based on 
the amount of losing qualifying bet eligibility max reward limits and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms all right we're, uh, on, to, you, we're on to atlanta uh on to atlanta yeah is that what you, we're on to carolina <laughs> we're on to tampa bay double hey. check good fit uh good um good fit in atlanta or not I think he could be a good fit in Atlanta because they've got Kyle Pitts, they've got B. John Robinson, they've got Drake London, they've got talent if they can just ever figure out the quarterback. And Belichick, I mean, he hasn't, he's not a guy who's overly reliant on the quarterback, even though he had the GOAT. So I think it could work down there. I mean, I agree. all he needs to do is win an extra game or two, and the Falcons are going to the playoffs. And once you get there, who knows, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, I've heard rumors about them going after Justin Fields. I oh. think that could work. I think that would be a great spot for Justin Fields. I don't know what to do with Justin Fields because I think he's better than whatever's happening in Chicago. Oh, I absolutely agree. I think Chicago is just whatever, man, I don't even know the equivalent, but I think they're the most underachieving franchise in the history of sports. For relative to what people think they are. Yes. I think, I think they're that could be way up there. I think I mean, the, the, Bears, the Knicks like, are up there too. Yeah, for sure. But just watching the Bears year after year, I mean, just 3-13 and 13. Four and twelve. For they ruin every quarterback they ever have. Every one of them, man, and just seemingly decent people go coach there, and they turn. You know who the leading passer in the history of the oh. Bears is? Oof. No, it's Cutler. <laughs> A little Santa Claus, Indiana. Why not? Oh man! If your franchise's leading passer is Jay Cutler, that's not that's not great. That guy's divorce was a B.A. move, though, right? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sure it was. Jackson, Louie, can you do a cameo for my wife's birthday in your Kane's voice? Yes, I'm very available. Yes. Uh, Texture, I never thought chicken could be so sexy. Hey, look, you learn something every day. Uh, Texture, I need Dan to do an uncomfortable Kane's read. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dan would demand so much money to do that that I can't even express to you people. It's just, it's not, it's, it's. It's not tenable. Uh, Kelsey retires. Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Texter wanted to know, do you think he'll talk about that locker room on the podcast or will he keep it in the locker room? Give it a year. I agree. I think that we will hear the story from Jason Kelsey. It'll come out eventually. He's yes. not going to do it now, but it'll come out in a year or Not so. during the playoffs. I agree no. with you. I agree. You think he's going to go to Buffalo and hang out with Taylor? I was Yes. And I was going to say he won't say anything until he's out of the playoffs. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, You think Taylor goes to Buffalo? So, hang on, hang on, time out. This is a good text. Alliance guy telling me how bad the Bears are. A good good text. No one expects Alliance to be worth a damn. No one expects Alliance to be worth a damn. And, and they are not... The Bears are in the oldest, longest-running rivalry with the Packers in the league. They have things going that the Lions do not. They play outside. They play real football. The Lions play inside. They are a boutique team. It, it is... It is no, no, no. It is not close. The expectations for them are way higher than whatever they are for the Lions. The Bears also have an identity: monsters of the right. midway, 100%. Dick Buck, yes, Brian Urlacher, yes. yes. the '85 Bears. Yes. Like they have, yes. What when you think of the Bears, you think of great defense. They think of the never, Lions, you think of losing. Yeah. Period. Conversation over. Yes. That's it. It's not even close. So, yeah. considering what we know about the Bears, how pop culturally relevant they are, yeah, they're probably the most Texture. disappointing organization. For, they Te- even have an SNL skit. The Bears. You're right. Texture. No as Lions. a Bears fan, the leading passer of the city of Chicago is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's true. God's also true. Brett Favre's probably uh, number two. Yeah, he's right there. Yeah. Uh, Texture. I've eaten at Canes and I can't stand up. No, that's right. Yeah, that's what I do to people. That is what it is. Um, man. All right. So, uh, you think Kelsey ends up being? A Hall of Famer. Yes. Is he worthy of being a Hall of Famer? Yes. Okay. Right. okay. Yeah. He's one of the greatest centers in the history of the NFL. Sixth rounder in 2011. Yeah. That's amazing. He's arguably better at his position than Travis is at his. Oh, I don't think it's... It's close. Uh, uh, no, I, I I think Jason's pretty clearly a better player. Travis is one of the three or four best tight ends to ever play the game. Ever? Name three or four tight ends better. Come on. Ever? Gronk. For sure. <sighs> How many else? Are we doing this right now? Travis Kelsey is number two in basically every playoff stat when it comes to he's receiving. Is better Tony behind. Gonzalez? Yes. He's got two Super Bowls, doesn't he? Is he better than Shannon Sharp? Yes. Man, Antonio Gates. Yes. I would say it's closer. I think it's closer with Sharp than it is with Gates. I think he's clearly Shannon better Shannon Sharp was really good. Yeah. I would really say good. it's Gronk, Sharp, Kelsey. Is he better than Dallas Clark? Yeah. I love Dallas Clark. <laughs> Dallas Clark's one I did of the that one on underrated tight ends. Is of he all better time. than Ditka? Yes. 
He's number two in basically every playoff receiving stat behind only Jerry Rice. I'm and that's for wide receivers of... and tight ends. He's better than Frank Wycheck. Wycheck was good. R.I.P. He just died recently. I know. Great player. He was good, though. Of course, we all remember his role in the music scene. Of course. Greatest pass in the history of the Tennessee Titans. Keith Jackson? Is he better than Keith Jackson? Oh, Nelly. Yes, he is. <laughs> Not that Keith Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's better than... Boy, underrated, by the way. And, it, and I think... Yeah, someone immediately. Shannon Sharp, a decade coming down. Um... Is Jason Witten? I know he played for the Cowboys, so we want to not like him. No, no, Witten's great. That guy is an all-time. Witten retired, I think, second or third all-time in receiving <sighs> among tight ends. Maybe even I think I would play. take Witten over over Kelsey. I don't think I would. Okay, all right. I've seen. Have you seen Jason Witten do it on a big I stage? Think, uh, I think. I think his quarterbacks are not t- Pat Mahomes. Also true. That's where I would go with that conversation. But Travis Kelsey was doing it with Alex Smith. Immediately too. on the text, like, God, I love when this happens. Four three seven nine six eighty. Gronk, Gates, Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp, Tony, uh, and then Witten coming down, Jason Witten, and then uh, Winslow as well, obviously. Yeah, Kellen Winslow's got to be up he's, there. Well, he invented the, the modern position, yes, right? So that's the that's he, where he gets the credit there. He was the first tight end known as a receiver, not as a blocker. Texter, I bet Louie has a better tight end. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there it. it is. I read it. Whatever. Uh, Jason Witten coming down on the text line. Uh, Would we all say Gronk's number one? Okay, so this is where I think the conversations are interesting because does Winslow get it by default for having invented? Like, do do these guys exist if not for him? That's the real question. By the way, his kid was probably more physically gifted than he was. Oh, no question. Just a total head case. Yeah. Um, obviously. I agree. Um but uh, yeah, Winslow coming down on the text line. Uh, Jason Witten. Uh, yeah, no, you're good. Text you. Don't worry about it. Uh, We're all both better announcers than Witten. Louis Dicka made the position what it is. Maybe. I, I mean, uh, are we splitting hairs at that point? Dicka was the first tight end that was probably known like for a being, pass catcher, right? Well, he was both. But Winslow was the first tight end that was associated as a wide receiver, not just as a right guy who was a blocker. Right. Winslow blocked, but he w- That's not why he was out there. Correct. Greg Olson coming down on the. Greg text Olson line. was very good. I like him as a commentator, too, by the way. I think he's doing a good job. I think he's grown into it really well. I think it's a shame that they're just going to dump Tom Brady or dump him for Tom Brady. Is that the plan? Yeah. It's him? Yeah. He'll Greg Olson's going to go get for, another job. He's going to go from making $10 million a year to making $2 million a year. Mark Bavaro coming down Mark to the Bavaro. text line. I like that. That's a classic. Man. Another Colt you didn't mention, John Mackey. John Mackey. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Mackey Award. Yep. <sighs> Kelsey's very high up there, though. Just the, the stats, the playoff numbers. Travis Kelsey's the first battle. There's some other names on this list. Todd Heap. Todd Heap. Man. Ravens. I'm just, I'm, I'm just mentioning guys that that I know were very good. I'm it, not putting them in the top five. But another guy, Benjamin Watson. Ben, ben dude, Watson. Dude, underrated. Aaron that Hernandez. Guy, LG Crumpler. LG Crumpler. One of my favorite. I don't know why. LG Crumpler just one of my favorite players to I watch. I know, like, it, it's the Falcons, whatever. But, dude, I love watching How that about your, one of your favorite man. lines? How about Brandon Pettigrew? Yeah, dude. Yeah. That is great. Really we're was? playing one of my favorite games, which is just sit around and name random players. People love this position. on the text line, too. It's no, the they best. love this stuff. They really do. Um, Jimmy Graham, did Jimmy we mention Graham. him? No, we didn't mention okay, him. Okay, Jimmy Graham was... He and Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, those are basketball yes. players that play yes. football. Yes. Mo Alley Cox. Is, is, is it Antonio Gates went to what? Kent State? Kent State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went to the Elite Eight. Yeah. Those guys, is Gronk the best? Mm. I would say yes. <sighs> He's right there. Yeah. Have we mentioned Ozzie Newsom? Ozzie, no, we have not mentioned Ozzie How'd Newsom. How'd that happen? Yeah. That's my fault. <laughs> Ozzie Heath Newsom Miller. should have come out of my mouth way earlier. How about Heath Miller? <sighs> yeah. Steelers fans still chant Heath every time Pat Fryermuth <laughs> catches a pass. Heath Miller's good, man. That's one of those dudes. Riley Odoms. Riley Odoms. Jay Novacek. Oh, Novacek, Cowboy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Billy Joe Dupree. Old texture, yeah, that texture nailed it. And yes, Gronkowski is number one by a mile because he was a superstar receiver and the best blocker uh, tight end of all time. Texture, Kelsey is... We haven't mentioned is, Kittle, a uh, current player. Man. George Kittle. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. You're right. Um, texture, uh, Kelsey uh, is a tight end as a receiver, not a blocker. No one ever talks about Kelsey uh, blocking. Come on, man. Uh, Heath Miller. Jamie Asher coming down on the text line. I like that. Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, of course. Jeremy Shockey. We haven't mentioned him. Jeremy Shockey's on the text line. How about that? Uh, John Mackey came down on the text line. There we go. Um, have you mentioned Dallas Clark? I did mention yes. Dallas Clark. I did that on purpose. One Dave Casper coming down on the text Dave line. Dave Casper. Dude, we're doing this. <laughs> what a second. Hell yeah, we're doing this. We're doing this. Um, <clears throat> someone texting in that Aaron, Aaron Hernandez would kill to be on this list. I actually agree with that text. Aaron Hernandez, yeah, he would. 
He sliced and diced his way to opposing <laughs> defenses, that's for sure. No love for Rodney Holman? What are we doing? God, Rodney Holman. Rodney Holman. Wesley Walls. <laughs> Wesley Walls. <laughs> Wesley Walls. Boy. Wesley Walls coming down. That's great. That's where we're at now. We're talking That's about Wesley That's where we're at, Walls. man. He did play 14 years now that I'm looking him Mark, up. Mark Tremura, Packers. Oh, no. Not him. I'm anyone but him. What are we doing? <laughs> Mark Tremura. Oh, keep your babysitter away. Uh, Texter. <laughs> yeah. Eagles are now one in five in their last six wild card games. The only W uh, was the double doink versus Chicago. God, that's, that's right. A great text, man. Ibn Green coming down. That was that another time. unfortunate thing that happened on January sixth. About Jimmy Giles, not do anything. Jimmy to Giles, <laughs> Bucks. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Thank you, texters. I mean, it's nice. It's funny because we'll talk and we'll go for 25 minutes. Chris like, Cooley. There's like 10 texts and then we do this and there's, there's 50. You forgot Chris Cooley. Brock Bowers coming down. Vernon oh, yeah. Davis. Vernon oh, Davis. Vernon Davis is a good modern one. The man who cried over everything. Man. Yeah. Um, Cannot win with them. Can't do it. Texter. Man, best tight ends. Are you kidding me? This is where we're at on this show. A whole new meeting to True Crime Tuesday. <laughs> Well, we did mention Mark Tremura and babysitters. Yeah, so. no, that's right. You could uh, get into that. <laughs> More babysitter talk next. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rebel and Co. here on ESTM 680 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rebel. It's a joke about Kim K, Cardi B, J-Lo, and Beyonce and tight ends on the text line that I just can't read, even though I just did. Louis Rebeau, Zach Cantrell hanging out with you. About another 20 minutes here on Rebeau and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Bobby V and Fred Calgill after us at noon and then roundtable at 3 o'clock. Uh, Anna's in on Tuesday, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, so a little Anna Torello tonight as well. Hey, uh, just reminded you, going to do it again. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL bringing you an offer that'll help make your playoffs electrifying. And now new customers, you can bet 5 bucks on any game. Get 200 instantly in bonus bets. We've got those four games this coming weekend. Tons of opportunities coming up in the NBA and on college basketball as well. Both local teams playing tomorrow. Everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay for every playoff game day. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code WHBE. New customers, you can bet just 5 bucks. To get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code WHBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS. Physically present in Kentucky. Bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. No uh, One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bets issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Go check them out for all of the action this week. Man, oh, man. Um, <laughs> Texture, I knew you would love that. That's just quality entertainment right there. There it is, man. Uh, Texture, Beyonce again. May y'all be nice to Beyonce. What are we doing? We like Beyonce on this show. Let's let's be clear about that. Zach and I fans. Let's just let's be careful about that. All right. Um, I thought she was great in Austin Powers. She actually really was. <laughs> Those movies are good. I mean, they just are, right? They're I, fantastic. Yeah. All right, so I did want to have this debate with you at some point. So we'll, since, since we're here and you brought up Austin Powers. Okay. I think there's a generational gap between you and me that's just enough for the following to be true. All right. So one of the things that happens between me, I'm 42, you're 30, is for me, Sandler is funnier than Will Ferrell. But I have to imagine for you, Will Ferrell is funnier than Adam Sandler. 
Is that true? It's close, but I would probably give a slight edge to Will Ferrell. Right. And I think that's a decade's difference because, and I was thinking about this yesterday for some reason because apparently I have nothing going on. They both do the same thing over and over. Yeah. Right? The, the shtick is the shtick. It's just whose shtick you like better. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, I associate Will Ferrell with Celebrity Jeopardy and Harry Carey sure. and Anchorman. Yep. Sure. And- yeah, yeah. What's his best of those? Whew. Oh, the Celebrity Jeopardy skits are undefeated. They are undefeated. They are. I'm Sean Connery's my favorite. Yeah, oh yeah. No, that's fantastic. I saw what your mother said last night. <laughs> I'll take the rapists. <laughs> <laughs> this show is so ridiculous. I'll take Catch the Seaman for 400 <laughs> Oh, it's just fantastic. Oh, man. All right, so Kayla DeBoer's filling out his staff at Alabama. Um, Great transition. He hired the South Alabama head coach. Uh, is the D coordinator for Alabama better than the South Alabama head coaching job? I think it is. Of course it is. Of course. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. I know South Alabama, their acronym is USA. But USA. I mean, you got to take if you can get the Alabama job and be a defensive coordinator, that means you're going to be a head coach at an elite program soon yeah. if you're doing a job. Uh, Taxer, I'm a cynical jerk. Neither of those guys are funny. All right, you're, just, 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 you know what? Keep your Aaron Hernandez text to yourself. <laughs> Is that the same guy? <laughs> oh, man. So, what's All your right. favorite Sandler thing that he does? It's a good question. I just think he's got a little bit more range than than Farrell does. I really do feel like Farrell does the same thing every time, which is fine. Yeah. It's, he's funny for sure. That's not it. I just I think I think Sandler's got more range, and I think some of his stuff is very funny. I'm also just a sucker because of when I grew up. Yeah. For that trio of movies that he put out between Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and um, oh god, why am I blanking on it? Help me out. You're not we'll going to figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but, but those no, two are great. I know what you're But those two movies are fantastic. Yes. And, and are they stupid? Of course they are. But that that's the point. Boom. Thank you. Yes. Yes. I love the Hanukkah song, too, by the way. Yeah, right. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Like Adam, Adam Sandler is great. Plus, he has kept the same friends and given them the same <laughs> movies over and over again. Him and Rob Schneider. And by the way, Kevin same James texter texts and, in and apologizes to me. That's not what we're doing on the on text line. Okay. No, just, just be a jerk. It's fine. Like. <laughs> I don't want you apologizing. What are we doing here? This show isn't about apologies. Come on now. Is it about apologies? I guess no. if, if the co is about apologies. We don't apologize to anybody. We have takes. If we're wrong, we'll say we're wrong. But we don't apologize. Yeah, like like uncut gems, right? Like that like uncut that movie gems. Is, is so different for him. Yeah, that's not a Sandler movie. Right. But it's a fantastic movie. Yes, it is. Right. So I mean that kind of stuff. Kevin like, Garnett was surprisingly good. KG is an interesting dude, right? So yeah. those guys. You know, him, Kobe, those guys that actually made the jump from high school mm-hmm. who were successful. Before LeBron. Right. But were in that early day that actually panned out because so many of them did not. Right. Yeah. And uh, oh, uh, Jermaine O'Neal's another example. Yeah, I was, definitely, I was pre- say Jermaine definitely, O'Neal. definitely panned out. Yep. But guys that just, it, it was so rare that it worked out that when you get to know the guys for whom it did work, yeah. you go, okay, it makes sense. Do you know who the first one to successfully do it was? This is way back in like the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I blanking on this? Go ahead. Moses Malone. That's right, Moses Malone. Thank you. Yes. Moses Malone turned out pretty good, too. He did okay. He did all right for But himself. you hear him in an interview and you go, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Right? You can just tell there's a there's an innate, built-in sense of of work and discipline and whatever else. All the cliches are built into a guy like KG, right? Like yes. you would be, I like Antoine Walker goes broke. After yeah. making hundreds of millions of dollars in the NBA. Like, if I heard KG was broke, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Right? You know, like that kind of thing. You right? have just, to have some form of discipline to be able to go straight from high school to right. the NBA and to be successful right away in the NBA. Now, KG and Kobe weren't as successful as, say, LeBron was right away. But it didn't take either of those guys very long to who become was really it good. Whose daughter was on the Texas volleyball team? The former player? Uh, Texas volleyball parents <laughs> oh that's right it is jermaine o'neal yeah it's jermaine. so his daughter is this super high level volleyball player and that's that to me leans into how he was successful making the jump from being a 17 year old kid in high school absolutely to playing as an 18 year old in the yeah. nba is that you have to have that kind of demeanor and i'm not in other words i'm not surprised that he has a family that's successful as well no. that's what i'm getting at right so that kind of stuff so yeah yeah i thought it was jermaine o'neill i just want to make sure that i got it right uh do you know who her favorite player is though it made me laugh an old pacer player uh, an old nba player ron artest no dennis rodman of course 
which I love because that guy terrorized the Pacers for years. Oh, yeah. For did. years. As a Piston, as a Bull, like, terrorized the He made dudes, a whole so. career out of terrorizing the Pacers. Uh, 100% he did. He terrorized a lot of other people, too. <laughs> he did. It's the only time the, the Pistons are worth a damn, by the way, is when they have a terrorist yes. on their team. Either him or Rasheed Wallace, that's when they win titles. Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace was an absolute terrorist. A quiet one, but a terrorist. Oh, yeah, um, he was. Do you know I was at, it's one of the coolest events I've ever been to. I was at the Rashid game where Tayshaun made the block. No, really? Against I was Reggie there. Miller yes. and the Pacer? Yes. I wow. went with my buddy Mark. Um, I was a student in Bloomington at the time. We got tickets upstairs. I was the only Pistons fan in my section for sure. Yeah. And it was a blast. It was the Rashid, the, the Garen Sheed. It was the Garen Sheed That's game. That's right. And, and I, I have to tell you, in person of everything I've seen in sports, in person, that block... If it's not the most athletic thing I've ever seen, it's yeah. top two or three. It, I mean, it was unbelievable. In person, it, like the hush in that place after he after Tayshawn makes that block, I still I can still feel it. Like you, I mean, you can see my arms. Like I yeah. I can still feel that crowd reaction because that's Reggie freaking Miller, man. That is Reggie Miller going in for that layup. Not some bum. Not some dude we never heard about again. Reggie Hall of Fame Miller. And Tayshawn flies from half court. Yeah. He's he was already, so far ahead of him. He was at the free throw line. I mean, yeah. just. It would have tied the game, too. It wasn't yes. like a meaningless block no. in the first quarter. And that was, and look, it was not a great error in the NBA. I think the final score was like 71 60. That whole something series, terrible. the final score, the game six. If you got to 70, you won. Yeah, the game six, the final score yeah. of that series was 69 to 65. God. Do you remember, that block is the second greatest block in NBA history. LeBron gets top? Of course. Yeah. Because it's game seven of the it's finals and it ended Cleveland's curse. Right. Yes. That's I, the I greatest defensive play in NBA I history. won't argue with you, even though I hate Cleveland. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, of course, I'm also biased. That's <laughs> okay. No, it, it, it's it's way up there. But just in person, man, that that moment, just being there, being the, the one Pistons fan in the section, that block, just the disbelief. Like, even me, I'm like, he didn't score? Yeah. It's Reggie Miller! Like, come on, of course he's going to score. It's Reggie Miller. It's, no, just that moment, just the... Is it fair to say if you sum up that Pistons team, that whole era by one play, that's it? I would say two plays in that game. Sheed gets pulled because of fouls, and he's walking to the bench, and he's not having a good game. He's not. And the crowd is just giving it to him. Just giving it to him. And he's doing the like, yeah, yeah, bring it in, like hands in the air, like, yeah, keep it coming kind of thing. The guy loved being the villain. It's Sure. Very rare that we don't have that kind of guy anymore. Not many. The difference between him and Draymond is Rasheed Wallace in a different era would have, like, if Rasheed Wallace played today, he'd be one of the top five or six players in the NBA because his game was ahead of his time. Way ahead. Way ahead. Rasheed was a great player. People forget about how good he was. They all think of him as a hot head and all that stuff. Well, and that was part of the problem was that his emotions took away from how great of a career he He set the record that will never be broke for most technical fouls in a season. (laughs) <laughs> Shade, <baby. laughs> that is they these, needed that edge in yeah. Detroit, though. They needed him. They they had a great team with Chauncey and with Rip and with Ben Wallace and with Tayshawn. They had dudes there already, but they needed that. They needed that edge. They needed Larry Brown to be fair too. I mean, Larry Brown put them over the top because they, they had Rick Carlisle. They had good coaches up yeah, there. Yeah, Carlisle's a great coach. Great coach. Great coaches up there. They needed that edge. Whatever that edge is that Sheed brought that that you know that um, that Larry Brown brought. It was just different and so yeah Larry Brown is maybe the best coach to ever have if you only need him for like three years because Larry Brown is not going to stick around but you'll get the most you can out of him for two or three years this is a cool text and I'm glad this person got to do this four three seven nine six eighty keep him coming for our last couple minutes here on Rabone Co I was at Rupp for Tayshawn going nuts from three on UNC I don't know if you've seen that highlight Zach unbelievable if you and if and I'm sure there are lots of people listening who have seen it Go YouTube that after yeah. the show because it's totally worth watching. That is again. the second coolest Man. Piston Pacer game you could have said you would have went to. I would have been a little more impressed Ma- if you Pals said you Mouse. had the Mouse at the Palace. Palace at the Mouse, Mouse at the Palace. Um, yeah, no, uh, for sure. But that game, we just we found tickets on – ready for this? Found tickets on eBay. eBay? How about that? Because <laughs> it was, what, 2006 or whatever, right? Yeah, it was 04. Or um, 04, excuse me. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was new to Indiana, like the whole thing, and, and trying to figure it out because I just – finished college in 03 moved to bloomington that year and um yeah that game man i'm so glad we went we used to go to pacer games all the time because you could get again on ebay get like four or five dollar tickets upstairs in like the first three rows yeah 
And so I saw Kobe Bryant on a Wednesday in Bloomington, or excuse me, in Indy for like seven bucks. That's when they actually played all their guys. Yeah, they played Wednesday, right? People. Yeah. <laughs> so, would you rather? Yeah, yeah. Which style of basketball would you rather watch? Would you rather watch those old school games that ended with terrible final scores, or would you rather watch what we have now? Where I like both. 120s? I like both. I do. I, I like both. And and I, I don't think the guys right now could play like that. No, I, I just don't think it. They're they're cut like that right now. So could it go back in the other direction at some point? I think so. But I think we're more likely to see what we have now going forward than what we had in the 90s, early 2000s like we did. I still say the two best eras of the NBA were the 80s with Magic and Larry and Isaiah and all those guys. And then the late 2000s, early 2010s when LeBron, Kobe, Dwayne Wade. The Spurs were still awesome. The Spurs were great. That was before the Warrior Dynasty around there. I think 2007 to 2016, that era of the NBA is I think it's it's a testament to the NBA that every era has its own fingerprints. And all of them are different, and all of them in their way are good. Yeah, I think the it's '90s a, is a little absolute overrated personally, that but that's just me. maybe, maybe. But I mean, you still got Shaq, you still got Kobe, you still AI it's was Barkley, awesome in the '90s. Yeah. I mean, I, Allen Iverson's still one of my two or three favorite players of all time. I love how he played. Oh yeah, I just adored how that guy played. Uh, just totally different. I mean, just I've never seen someone hit the ground as hard as that guy a hundred times every basketball game. Just get up. Talking about practice, <laughs> just, God was out of his uh texter unc had sheed and stackhouse that vince carter hits on jameson back-to-back unreal oh those unc teams were loaded by the way vince carter's the top two or three for me all time too yeah. just played forever such an attractive version of basketball i just that guy vince carter is the player. the greatest dunk contest of all time like if you were doing an all-time dunk contest vince him carter would jason win richardson's up there michael um, jordan michael jordan obviously dr j yep neek yep i was gonna go to dominique next um yeah those guys for sure i just yeah there's man oh man but man, that game, that 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 Tayshawn block is really, it's just so cemented in my brain. Uh, just a cool moment. So, all right. Uh, tomorrow we will talk to Mike Gandalf on the first hour. We will get you ready for both teams heading on the road. Uh, Louisville to, U, or excuse me, UNC. Louisville heading to UNC and Kentucky hosting uh, Mississippi State tomorrow. We'll make sure we get you there. Uh, Thursday, we'll have our normal lineup too as well. Ben Roberts. Uh, in the 10 o'clock hour, we'll have Jay Davis in the 11. And uh, I think we're going back to fairgrounds. So you'll hear from Kevin Kilroy this weekend as well on the horse side. Uh, huge, huge race down there on the Derby Trail uh, in the Lecompte. We'll get you ready for that uh, as well. Diener asked me <laughs> yesterday, he's like, any good stakes at, uh, at Gulfstream this weekend? And the poor guy is going to be in Gulfstream the weekend before Pegasus weekend. So they're spending like $30 million next weekend on the horses. And this weekend, he's going to run into a couple of $65,000 stakes. But I think uh, uh, having walked to my car this morning, I think Diener will be just fine at the track there in Hollywood Park, Florida. Hey, I'm Louis Rabot alongside Zach Cantrell. This is Rabot and Co. here, ESPN 680-1057. Hey, we'll be back again tomorrow at 10 o'clock. We hope you are too. Have a great day, everybody.